What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 87. Told you I was going to forget. My name is Josh, joined by my good friend Brett, coming at you live from inside of Haptic HQ. Brett is wearing a CM Punk t-shirt, uh, who no longer exists anymore, and also a Haptic Intel Japanese hat, which you can buy at hapticintel.com slash merch. I am also wearing a Haptic Intel hat and an Alcatraz shirt, which you cannot buy. Um, I don't know why I just described what we're wearing, but I did. So, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? What's up, Josh? Let's start the show. Uh, I have to tell you something. You have to tell me something, okay? Facebook memory came up today, eight years ago. You, me, and and a special someone sitting around a table filming an episode of Hapticast. Me, you, and a special someone. Yeah, former former host. So we've been doing this for eight years, is what you're trying to say. Yep. Well, and today we'd like to announce that this is it. It's all ogre. Wow. Eight years. Eight terrible, awful years. Yeah. Filled with pain and heartache and suffering. Almost 100 subscribers a year. If you look at the math and you do that. And oh. Yeah, that, and we're going to need everybody, everybody's help to pick that up a little bit. So if you guys can get on that, that'd be great. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe to us. Uh, I mean, we're proving right now as to why you should subscribe. Uh, this is gripping yes. content. Ah, yes. Thank you for the spam in the YouTube chat. Um, yeah, so let's let's hop into it. What are we going to be talking about today on this episode of Hapticast? <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I'm deleting spam in our uh, chat right now. Well, Josh, it's October and it's almost Halloween. It is. You I don't know get... why I said that, but it's, it's, well, it's, a, it's a factual statement. So here's what we're going to do. We got the our media consumption update. We have the Abysmal Chronicles. We're talking about Bayonetta in there, uh, the voice actress, obviously, and some stuff going on there. Uh, talking about Xbox with some ain't got games. Well, they don't. Uh, that'll be in the media consumption too, and uh, you know some layoffs on Microsoft side stuff like that. Talking about that Cyberpunk Edge Runners is not getting a second season supposedly. According to the producer, uh, PlayStation just launched their DualSense, or is launching their DualSense in January. The DualSense, DualSense Edge, Edge, which yeah. is their Xbox, uh, you know, competitor for the Pro controller. Talking about that, the price is bad, in my opinion. Uh, Silent Hill is having a showcase this week, this week, which we're talking about, and then obviously, you know, the main topic, which we will get to later in the show, is talking about the Resident Evil showcase and specifically what we can expect from it. And maybe speculate a little bit on what we actually want from that game before maybe this kind of final big thing I feel like that we're going to get before the actual launch of the game next year. Yeah. So maybe minus any trailers. but And we will be uh, we will be live streaming tomorrow's uh, Silent Hill. Event. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So that's cool. Yeah, what's up, Christian? Shout out to Christian in the chat. What up? Um, what time is it at? Five o'clock. What the Silent Hill thing? Mm-hmm. It's at five p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Eastern time. Okay. So, then. All right, let's hop into it. Media consumption, uh, Brett. All right, I gotta tell you. You're right now, me. tell me. Spooky season. A lot of spooky movies, a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. 
I watched three horror films this weekend to get into the Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. I got bad news for you, though. What's that? One of the films, Halloween Ends, was absolute dog shit. It really was. Uh, what is Neon White, Christian? Um, it's a game. I know nothing about it. Neon White is a uh, video game. Uh, it, it's a, it, it's on Switch and PC, and, and we had it on our Steam decks. And um, like a fast-paced shooter with like personas, graphics, and art style mixed with like a first-person shooter. And um, yeah, it sucked off. Donkey did a video on it. Anyway, Halloween ends. That movie is absolute shit. Uh, don't watch it. Don't waste your time. It is bad. I think you could watch the last 10 minutes of that film and get everything you need from that whole trilogy, like the ending of that trilogy. Uh, that's just me, though. That movie was a mistake. And that's all I have to say about it, really. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. I watched the WNUF Halloween special, which is like this weird... It, it, the presentation is like a vhs recording of a live tv broadcast from the 80s like the late 80s and it's um it's pretty interesting they used old cameras it was i think it was released in like 2018 2019 but they used old cameras and old editing techniques and they they really did perfectly replicate commercial style uh the video fidelity i don't know the campiness of commercials and tv shows from back in that era and the news reports and whatnot uh I will say it felt like a big nothing until the very end, which is when something finally happens. Because when I say you're watching commercials, you're literally watching these like fake commercials. There is some cool stuff where like certain commercials will play multiple times and like there'll be a little bit of a narrative. I just spilled W all over. Um, there will be a little bit of, bit of a narrative as that goes on. Um, but to be honest with you, wasn't that great. And there's a sequel, which I tried watching and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this, Chief. Um, and then I finally watched Terrifier, which is that clown movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Uh, there is the a sequel is exceedingly slicker than it. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too. Mm-hmm. There's a kill that made me. I couldn't believe it happened. Um, it was unbelievable. I spilled W on my book, Josh. This isn't good. Sorry. Um, do, you need to, yeah. do you need to take care of that? Uh, yeah, there's a big puddle of W here. I need to clean it. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. I'll, I can a... switch to my stuff while you're doing that. If you want me cool. To. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, so. Oh, well, you didn't need to do that, but okay. Um, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Christian said that they do a Jesus thing in that. You mean Halloween? I'm not. Uh, I don't remember what you're talking about there. Uh, for me, also watched Halloween. Already said what I need to about that. I also watched um, this movie called Stage Fright, which is a 1980s slasher Italian Italian slasher movie. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I recommend it. Stage Fright's from the 80s. Uh, takes place in one kind of setting uh, with the killer. Uh, and it is it's it's pretty good. It's cool. You can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll talk to your point. Oh, you're not talking by yourself. Okay. Well, that was it. That's all I had for movies. Uh, TV and anime. I'm still watching Lord of the Rings, or actually just watched the the finale of Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power, which your was thoughts? awesome. What? What are your thoughts? Uh, very good. 
and there is there's a reveal that have um oh christian that isn't accurate yeah it is very crucify-y at the end uh spoilers um rick we don't know what's going on over there i'm good it rings of power it was good there was a reveal in the last episode that people have been speculating for a while um i didn't really have much thoughts on the reveal um i thought there's a there's a subversion of expectations in the episode which i actually think is more interesting and the character that they subvert your expectations with um is more interesting to me than the actual reveal of the um the big bad if you will um so yeah that was cool that was uh, i like that a lot i'm excited for more house of the dragon uh, caught up with that um that show is still also awesome you're right over there yep okay that, yeah that show is still also awesome i have nothing else to say about it other than it makes me sad watching that show why is that it's just stressful dude it's just it's stressful which is a compliment by the way it's just it's very it's very stressful to watch um so there's that okay uh, and then i finished edge runners I know this. We talked about this. We talked about this in person. Just updating the docket, if you will. Uh, it was awesome. And then, which leads me into my games. Edge Runners. That show is slick. It is. Made me hop back into Cyberpunk. And how are you enjoying your time in Cyberpunk? I'm enjoying it. I think it's a good game. I don't think it ever was a bad game. I never said it was a bad game. Yeah. It was a bad game because it crashed and had performance issues and is a shell of what they promised the shell of what they promised is still there by the way there are still things where it's like man th this is a missed opportunity this isn't here storylines are clearly truncated in areas things like that that being right. said you know there's a reason i spent so much time i did with it my first time around and uh you know here we are again so mm. i'm enjoying it I really am. Well, I'm happy that you're enjoying it. It's a game that, uh, you know, I have also hopped back into after watching Edge Runners, and you yeah. know, it's definitely of, I, better. I'm doing the David build. The what? The David build with his. So you're uh, making your character David? Yeah, with his San Devastan and all that stuff. So. Cool. How's that going? Uh, not good. Because I'm trying to. Here's the thing. I'm trying to platinum it again. Because I couldn't the first time because of glitches and issues there's no crossover your, your trophies do not there's no cross popping you have mm. to get them again so i'm trying to do all the side stuff so that i can just golden path you know reverse golden path if you will the story at the end but the right. problem is you can't spend like you have to create a save with 17 skill points. You have to do all these things to set it up. And I'm like, I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this is so tedious. And it's ruining my enjoyment of the game, which to me is the barometer of whether I'm going to platinum something or not. Yeah. And if it's ruining it my one, one. Yeah. If I'm, it's a, if it's ruining my enjoyment of the game, then I'm not going to do it. So I think last night I just hopped back into the story. I was like, this is so much more interesting than anything else I was doing. I think that's all I'm going to do is just move forward with it. You would absolutely hate the attempt for the uh, Rayman Legends Platinum, then. I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. And listen, you know, I uh, 
Kira Worshipper says, I can't wait for RE4 Remake. Yes, we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. What do we want to see changed, returned, or removed in the RE4 Remake? We will get to all of that very shortly, I promise you. Very shortly. Um, so yeah, I'm playing Cyberpunk, uh, and that's all my thoughts on it. And then, of course, Overwatch 2, which you and I are playing. I have no new thoughts on that game. Um, we did a review discussion of that last week, so go check that out. And then the last one is Scorn. Yeah, you played this, huh? <laughs> Don't say it's bad. I'm it's hearing bad. good things. No. 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 What? It's terrible. It's not just bad. It's awful. What? It's no. Bad. Yes. That the, is... the world is very, it's so cool. It's so well designed. It's so interesting. It's the one of the, some of the best art direction I've seen in a video game ever. Unfortunately, it's also paired with the worst gameplay I've ever seen in my entire life. The puzzle solving is boring and rote. And the gunplay, quote-unquote, is the most cumbersome bullshit thing I've seen in my entire life. EA Sports. Go fuck yourself. I don't buy it. That's fine. I'm telling you, you will not like that game at all. I'm going to give it a and, shot. And but... it's not even that I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm so mad that the gameplay sucks so much because the world is so cool. All right, I'm going to give it a shot maybe tonight, and I'll uh, I'll report back next it's week. It's so cool. Okay. Um, but the gameplay is really terrible. Like, awful. That uh, hurts my soul. I don't like, like that. Like, real bad. Like, boring. Hmm. Okay. So. Well, I appreciate your take, and I'll uh, I'll give it a shot, and I'll let you know. I'll, re I'll report back next week, and I'll, I'll keep everyone posted. That's all I have. Uh, okay, since I spilled my drink, let me, I'll just run back a little bit. So again, WNUF Halloween special is a movie I watched. Uh, I don't think I'm going to finish the sequel. I started it. It's not the greatest, but it's, it's a cool concept. Terrifier, uh, one of the coolest kills in a horror movie, a slasher movie I've ever seen. Um, it does something to a woman that I never thought they would do in a, I don't know, like, I feel like women are kind of protected in certain ways in horror films. Like they'll do a lot to a woman, but there are certain things that are just like, don't do that. I feel like they went a little too far, but like I respect have it. eyes far. It wasn't like a rape, but it was like like he did nothing sexual. Well, yeah, but nothing. I shouldn't say that on certain. It wasn't an R A P E. Yeah, that um, was banned. Yeah, it wasn't that. But let's just say he starts the kill. There's a person hanging upside down, and he starts the kill from the top when they're upside down. Worse goes than down. worse than the turkey baster incident. Listen to what I just said. The person is upside down. I got it's a it. woman. I understand. I'm and they start from the bottom. I understand. And now we're here to go down. Mm -hmm. Understood. Okay. So. Anyway, I'm excited to see the sequel, which I heard is making people faint and cry and throw up in the movie theaters. So yeah. I don't know if uh, I believe that, but I think we'll probably be fine. Yeah, I think so, too. And then, uh, like we said, Halloween ends, which was dog shit. And then games Overwatch 2, which. I'm enjoying and not, not enjoying at the same time this love-hate relationship with Overwatch 2. Um, Rayman Legends I've hopped back into, and I'm trying to get that Platinum Trophy, which is very, very difficult to do. Uh, a little update for everyone. My awesomeness level is now at 5,100, and I need 6,000 to get the Platinum. So if I get five point, uh, 10 points a day times 900 or divided by, I I'm almost there. So it's going to take me a couple more months, maybe, but um, I'm months, there. my man, yeah, your I've... commitment, your commitment to the bit is commendable. 
every day I have to play once. So that's so. And then more power to you. I hopped back into Bug Snacks because I learned that it's the PS4 version is streaming on PlayStation Plus. So I hopped in there. I auto popped a bunch of trophies, and then I finished up the rest of the trophies that didn't auto pop, including beating the game again uh, from the final mission. And uh, I platinumed it. And now I am going to play the Isle of Bug Snacks DLC or Big Snacks uh, DLC, which I have not done yet. And I'm very excited to get back into that. Bug Snacks, one of my uh, little gems of the PS5, uh, you know, a couple months of the PS5. So that's that. And I don't have anything else to say. So, Josh, I think we're running a little behind now. I think it's time for us to roll the intro to our podcast so we can begin to talk about Resident Evil 4. means i don't know what you're talking about you just said numbers we're back uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to Hapticast. we're gonna do a little segment here we call the abysmal chronicles if you don't know what that is basically we take a look at the stories of the week we we put them in a little segment and we say what isn't abysmal and whatever is not abysmal is our main topic the rest of it is in the abysmal chronicles uh, we always start this segment off by talking about the video game releases for this coming week and ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Because there are a lot of oh games God. coming I out. I thought I was about to, I was expecting the opposite of what you just played. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of games coming out, and I wasn't expecting this many games, especially like these bigger titles. So let's go through them really quickly. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem comes out for PC, Xbox Series X and S, PS5 and Switch on October 18th, which is today. Yes, that is Ghostbusters today. Spirits Unleashed comes out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, Xbox One today. Um, Marvel Snap comes out on PC on today. I don't know what Marvel Snap is, but bad. It's out. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is coming to PC on October 19th. That's actually a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's all of the uh, what is it? The trilogy of Uncharted yeah. games. Um Four, three. Now you're just saying four, random numbers. Four. Okay. I think it, I don't know if it includes three or not, but it's definitely four and the Lost Legacy. Okay, it's just four and the Lost Legacy. It okay. is not the trilogy. Uh, so that's cool. Uncharted Four and uh, the other thing are coming out for PC tomorrow. Um, Jackbox Party Pack Nine is coming out on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on October 20th. Big fan of those games. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope is coming out for Switch on October 20th. 
Uh, it does have Rayman DLC, so maybe that's a sign that I'm going to get the Platinum soon. Uh, Gotham Knights is coming out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and uh, it's coming out October 21st. This game looks like dog doo-doo on a stick, and uh, it's locked at 30 FPS, they just confirmed, because of the Xbox Series S, which makes no fucking sense. Game is doomed. Uh, yeah. New Tales from the Borderlands comes out on PC, PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on October 21st. And finally, Persona 5 Royale is coming out on the PC, the PS5, the Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and Switch on October 21st. Is there an upgrade for this? Can I upgrade to the PS5? No. My PS4? No. Are you serious? Yes. Fuck that. I don't if want you, it if you, you cannot. If you have a digital version, you can. You cannot do it with the disc-based version. What? I'm kidding. I'm just making shit up. I have no idea. Oh, okay. All right, let's hop into some stories. Again, like I said, these are stories that were just a little bit too abysmal to make it as our main topic for today, which is going to be Resident Evil. So if you're here for Resident Evil, stick around for just a couple more minutes as we talk through these abysmal news stories. First up, Bayonetta's voice actress has been shafted, ladies and gentlemen, or has she? Uh, let's talk about this. Yeah. Helena Taylor, the star of the first two Bayonetta games who played Bayonetta, said she would not be appearing in the next iteration, which is set to be released on the Switch October 28th, which that came very quickly. I feel like we've been waiting for that game for a very long time, and now it's finally coming out. Uh, Helena posted a series of videos on Saturday on her Twitter account accusing Nintendo Co. and the game's developer Platinum Games of offering her only a total of $4,000 to reprise her role. She said that she rejected the lowball offer and asked fans to refrain from buying the game. Quote, if you're someone who cares about people, who cares about the world around you, who cares about who gets hurt most with these financial decisions, then I urge you to boycott this game. So, Josh, you yes. work with VAs, Sorry. voice actors. Sorry, I, I was in my own world listening. You to work me. with VAs for work and the I base do. rate. I do. Is five hundred dollars for two hundred and fifty words? Yeah, so I work with voice actors almost every day for work. Um, some of the the arms that I supervise uh, deals with me reviewing scripts and drafting stuff and working with voice actors to get voiceovers. Our base rate is five hundred dollars for two hundred and fifty words. That is two hundred and fifty words. A video game script is potentially hundreds of thousands. Right. So, so that's my initial reaction that this is bad. But there's been yeah. some updates from there, Brett. There have. So Bloomberg actually did an article on this, which is fucking huge. And TMZ even picked it up, which is fucking weird. Yeah. And Unfortunately, crazy. it's written by Jason Schreier, So Yeah, so Jason Schreier, former friend of the show, uh, was the one behind the Bloomberg article. And he, he tweeted out, he said, Platinum Games offered Helena Taylor between 3K and 4K per session for at least five sessions, according to two people familiar with the deal and documentation viewed by Bloomberg. In response, the people said Taylor asked for a six-figure fee and residuals, and negotiations fell apart. Taylor denies this account. In an email to Bloomsburg, she called that version of events an absolute lie and said that Platinum is trying to save their ass and the game. Yeah, so first of all, um, Christian, you would be a better Mario than Chris Pratt. Um, second of all... Hello, Mario. God. Um, second of all... I'm inclined to believe Helena Taylor here, and I'll tell you why. Why else, what does she have to gain from 
coming out with this stuff. I just my entire train of thought just left my head. Well, yeah. What does she have to gain from from coming out with all this information? I mean, she's trying to right. She's trying to rally behind. She's she was hurt, and she's trying to rally behind yeah. um, everybody to to kind of boycott this game because they want she wants possibly more work in the future, or maybe she just wants to hurt the people who uh, who wronged her. I mean, there's a lot of reasons well, why. She I mean, would... she's been the character for a long time. I mean, she is part of the formation of that character, and one of the reasons yep. why it's so popular and iconic. So, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot of he said she said here. Literally, I'm inclined to believe her. Um, I don't like platinum games anymore i just i don't i just don't know what the fuck they're doing um yeah besides Bayonetta, like, what are you doing you're just making shit literally quite literally i like i like platinum games i think they have a quirky culture and like they make quirky games and anime ass games which i'm a big fan of but i think kami is up his own ass hideki kamiya i think he is just a fucking troll i think he's an asshole i just i don't block me on twitter please um i don't know i just yeah there's just there's so much stink around platinum games um i mean the babylon's fall thing is abysmal and then saying they're gonna double down on doing a live service game yeah. after they just failed i, I mean i mean it, i just don't get it and i'll be i'll be honest with you i'm done with kamiya i mean it's it's one thing to be like quirky and weird it's another thing to be a complete ass yeah and that's what he is um, so, so so we didn't even talk about this but he he tweeted and straight up said she's a liar essentially right. um and then he deleted his twitter account or at, at least at the time at the time of that coming out he deleted his twitter account right so um and then there was some <clears> other <throat> huge voice actress that signed on to pick up to play mm -hmm. bayonetta and i'm telling you right now she's not doing she's not doing it for four thousand dollars total she's not doing it for four thousand dollars a session whatever right. it is that's a that's at least a 30 to 50k gig that she booked well something that helena taylor said that kind of pissed me off and triggered me a little bit is that she was like you know I'm, I'm happy for that voice actress i forget the voice actress's name but she was like i'm happy for her but she will never be bayonetta she shouldn't be signing autographs as bayonetta and i was just like i don't know like that's kind of rude and like that makes me think that she's doing all this because she was just hurt. I don't like I let me let me stay start by saying this. I actually almost believe Platinum Games and I do believe that. Hold on. I do believe that they offered her three to four K per session for five sessions. But even that is dog shit, <laughs> right? That's nothing. So I agree. Like, I think this could be true. I think Bloomberg could have a. A positive scoop here. They saw documents. I think this could be this could be the real version of the story. But even so, it is a shitty offer. And she countered and said she wanted a six-figure deal, which for a third entry in a huge IP like Bayonetta, that sounds fair. And also, she wanted residuals, which guess what? Voice actors should get a little bit of residuals, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. I think that she was fair to ask for, for these in negotiations. I think that they were wrong for offering her three to four K per session, or if she's telling the truth, four K for one set or for every session uh, total. Uh, regardless, I think that voice actors are underpaid. I think that they should get residuals for their work. And um, I think Kami is a turd. And I think that this story sucks and everyone involved sucks. And I don't like that she shit on the new voice actress because I'm sure she's going to do a fine job. And she also has a storied history, this voice actress. I looked her up and yeah, she, she had quite does, a few. She, yeah, she does have. She's, yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. Quite a few cartoon roles from when we were kids and stuff that I was like, oh, I, I know this this woman. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not really happy about that. But at the same time, 
this sucks because I don't like when they change actors or voice actors for my favorite characters. Bad all around. Super bad all around. All right, let's move on. Uh, Xbox layoffs, guys. Microsoft has recently uh, laid off around 1,000 employees, including Xbox staff. They laid off around 1,000 employees. This isn't, this is something we're seeing in every industry and in every company right now. People are getting laid off, and it is not good, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell you right now, it is not good. According to the report, cuts have uh, affected staff from the Xbox division as well as those from the Microsoft Strategic Missions and Technology Organization. I don't know what either of those are. It's also been revealed that Studio Alpha, which was created as a serious gaming initiative to make cloud-based war game simulations for military and commercial customers, is among the departments being closed down entirely. Go ahead. What do you What do you got? No, no, no. I'm just just pin that. That's weird. I didn't even know that was a thing. Just pin that for a second. Uh, in a statement to Insider, a Microsoft spokesperson said, "Quote: Like all companies, we evaluate our business priorities on a regular basis and make structural adjustments accordingly." We will continue to invest in our business and hire in key growth areas in the year ahead. The serious gaming initiative part of that, that studio specifically, I think was also directly working with that cloud gaming thing that they signed a deal with PlayStation with to like co-work on shit. Mm. I forget what that's called. It also begins with an A. It's not alpha, but like it's there's. Do you know what I'm talking about? Microsoft Xbox and PlayStation signed on to co-develop or explore technology related to cloud gaming with something. I forget the exact details, but I'm pretty sure that division Azure, Azure that's it. Azure. Yes. Whatever. I'm pretty sure that division was working on the Azure stuff. Now they're dead. At least in some capacity. But anyway, uh, oh. layoffs suck. You know, it stinks. Yeah, it really does suck, and uh, especially when your company is spending billions of dollars to acquire other companies, and they can't even keep your own employees. Yeah, that is that is. I mean, I know one one plus one does not necessarily equal two in that case, but also it's you know from a, optics. Yeah, from an optics perspective, it's not great. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. Bad news. Very bad news. You're a fan of cyberpunk edge runners. I got bad news for you. Cyberpunk Edge Runners season two is not in the works. A producer says, just to be clear, Edge Runners was a standalone work. As such, in a recent interview with Famitsu, CD Projekt Red's Japan country manager Satoru Honma was asked if this reaction had led to the possibility of a se- oh, the positive reaction to the show had led to the possibility of a second season. Uh, however, Hanma replied that there were no plans to continue the story. I think it's very clear if you watch it that there is not going to be a sequel. Yeah, and I'm okay with it. I'm also okay with it. I, um, that, that, that's not to be said. I wouldn't love more either in the Cyberpunk universe or even with some of those characters. But I'm yeah. also okay with this being a standalone thing. All right, here's my thing. Uh-oh. I know Trigger, the animation studio that made Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I know they're slick, okay? I've known they're slick. I've been a fan of theirs for a very long time, been supporting their work. And here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now, Josh. And I know you don't want to hear this, and I know you're Uh you're not going to like what I'm saying here. Uh Uh-oh. Studio Trigger have proved 
that they can take other people's IP and make awesome content, original animation, original anime content that slaps hard. They have two shorts in Star Wars Visions, which I know you're not a huge fan of, but I beg you to go back and watch with the not Star Wars frame, but the trigger frame, and you will think those shorts are slick. Then, go ahead. To be fair, they're just my least favorite. Not saying I don't, not saying I hate them. Right. Okay. Then they took a cyberpunk property, or they took the cyberpunk property and made a slick anime out of it. The world is slick. Everyone knew that that world is slick. Everyone was excited for the game. The game fucking sucked ass. The game was broken as shit. The anime was better than the game. They did it. It's over. They're not making any more. So here's what I tell you right now. Stop making live action adaptations of video games. Let Studio Trigger do it. Call it a day. Everything. And if you're a fan of Edge Runners, if you're sad that they're not going to make a season two, just be on the lookout for Trigger's next work or go watch something else that Trigger made. That's what I have to say. I like it. That's all I got. I do. I like it. I agree with you. They're good. They slap. Slap hard. All right. Controversial time. <sighs> PlayStation unveiled the DualSense Edge controller packaging, price point, edge. and release window. The PS5's DualSense edge. edge controller launches in January for 200 smackaroos. Here's what's included in the box. You get one DualSense Edge wireless controller, a USB braided cable, two standard caps, two high dome caps, two low dome caps, uh, these being the analog sticks, I would imagine, uh, two half dome back buttons, two lever back buttons, a connector housing, and a carrying case. Quote, the DualSense Edge wireless controller features a host of hardware and software-based personalization options, including button remapping, the ability to fine-tune stick sensitivity and triggers, options to swap between multiple control profiles, and a unique on-controller user interface, Sony said on the PlayStation blog. Quote, you can make the DualSense Edge wireless controller uniquely yours with the included three changeable sets of stick caps and two changeable sets of back buttons. Everything will come bundled in the included carrying case, and you can even charge the controller via USB connection while it's stored in the case to make sure you're always ready for your next play session. Josh, what do you think? I see you have a note here. Yeah, wait on that. What do you think? Here's why it's too much money. First of all, it's half the price of your console. The digital edition of PlayStation 5 is $400. It's half the price of your console. That is a true statement. Bad. Okay. Second of all. But can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Is that not the cost of these pro wireless controllers like Scuff would make? Maybe, but those it controllers is. fucking suck. They don't. No, they suck. They're bad. Here's no, the re here's okay. the re they're bad. Here's the no. real issue with this controller. Right. The joystick housings are the exact same. Okay. What is that? Plastic mean? parts, which ah, means, means stick drift is inherently an issue. Mm. You're charging two hundred dollars upgrade the plastic in your joysticks. That's what I'm worried about as well because I upgrade do have upgrade the plastic in 
your joysticks. I do have a DualSense controller with stick drift, and it's really bad. I do too. My newest one has stick drift. My red one, you uh, saw it the other day. One. Yeah, my old one has it. It's bad. And by old, I mean like Long two time. years old. You know? It's not even that um, old. You are right, though. I mean, Elite controllers cost this amount, but I just think it's, from a first party, I think it's a ridiculous price point. Yeah, I'm going to get one. So You're going to get one? Yeah. I really want a uh, PlayStation controller with buttons on the back. Like I used to have a scuff um, that got stick drift. Everything gets uh, stick drift. I can't believe it. And then comparison of note, the Xbox Elite controller is only $180. And it has upgraded uh, joysticks, housings. That, that is true, but there is a version of that controller that people are comparing to this PlayStation controller with like extra accessories. And it's a little over $200 for the Xbox Elite. So it's comparable. I, I, I just think that the price point is ridiculous. And I have no interest oh, in buying this. It's a lot of money. Um, and it's coming out in January, so it's not even like it can be a Christmas gift, you know? All right, let's move on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, big news. Silent Hill Showcase is going to be tomorrow. If you don't know what that means, basically Konami announced via Twitter and a new website, which is fucking big actually they made a website for this uh konami has announced via, t- via twitter and a new website for the franchise that the future of silent hill will be revealed in a stream titled silent hill transmission it will take place on wednesday october 19th at 5 p.m eastern time in the words of konami the silent hill transmission will offer the latest updates for the silent hill series one of the most important horror franchises in video games. Silent Hill has been around since 1999, and the last entry in the series was released in 2012. As for who will be involved in the Silent Hill reboot, there are several theories. First of all, Masahiro Ito, a developer who has filled many roles in the series past, including art director on Silent Hill 2 and the creator of Pyramid Head, has retweeted the transmission's announcement and has been tweeting a countdown to the event. In a surprising event, Lord of the Rings actor Elijah Wood has also retwe- uh, retweeted the event, leading fans to theorize he will lend his talents to the game. Uh, Elijah Wood is an avid gamer and has credits on games like Broken Age and Psychonauts 2. I'm not sure he's actually going to be a part of it, but he did tweet about it. The other rumored studio behind the Silent Hill reboot is Bloober Team. The Polish studio is known for making horror games like Layers of Fear and The Medium. The developers are open fans of the Silent Hill franchise, even enlisting Silent Hill composer Akira Yamaoka to compose The Medium. There is also the chance that Silent Hill Transmission won't just announce one game. Reports from Video Games Chronicle and insider Jeff Grubb have said that Konami is working on multiple Silent Hill projects, including a remake of Silent Hill 2, which could be by the Bloober team. In addition, Konami may be in partnership with Annapurna Interactive on developing an episodic Silent Hill game. And then yeah. the, the most interesting little piece of news that happened today, actually, Josh, yeah. is that one of the games that could be scheduled to be revealed at the Silent Hill Transmission event tomorrow might have just been leaked, and that is Silent Hill 2 Part 1. Right. Uh, what is that? What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you right now. Twitter user SHN Horror shared a photo of what appeared to be uh, their video getting t- or their stream getting taken down while they were live streaming. 
Uh, they were doing a test stream of Silent Hill 2 gameplay, and the stream was taken down by a copyright strike. The system detected the user was streaming a game called Silent Hill 2 Part 1. Notably, this game does not exist. There are no parts to Silent Hill 2. It's one game. It's an eight-hour uh, campaign video game. So could this be the Silent Hill 2 remake? Are we getting it in multiple parts? Does that mean that Annapurna is developing this Silent Hill 2 remake and it's going to be episodic? I don't know. I don't know. I have two things for you. Tell me. Okay. One, to Christian's point or question in the chat, he said, if you were to tell someone to play a Silent Hill game and they never played one before, which one would that be? So how I understand it, Brett, Silent Hill 1 and 3 are connected in this timeline-wise. No idea. So I would play those first. And then Silent Hill 2, which is arguably people's favorite, not arguably, it is people's favorite, the crown jewel of the franchise, supposedly. There's, I've seen that you play Silent Hill 1 and 3, and then you play Silent Hill 2. And then if you like those, then you can go on to like Shattered Memories and some of those other stuff which take place elsewhere. So Homecoming, I guess... Downpour. Yeah. Um, Downpour is pretty popular, too. So I, from what I understand, I would start it from the top, Silent Hill 1, and then play Silent Hill 3 because they're connected. And then play Silent Hill 2. So. Well, here's the problem with, with what you're saying. So basically, the only good games in that series that people suck off are the first three. Right. Everything else is just like abysmal. Right. Um, there's there's definitely some love given to some of those entries, but sure. one through three are like the main Silent Hill, Silent Hill games. Right. Uh, as Josh said, which I did not know, one and three are connected apparently. So that's interesting. Yeah. Two is the one that people suck off the most, as you said. Right. Um, but three is also very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Notorious. Three is a very popular one, being the last of the good ones. Right. Uh, it's it's on PS2, so the graphics are the best. Silent Hill 2 is also on PS2, and Silent Hill 1 is on PS1, which is, you know, it might deter you from, from starting yes, it. Yes, and there. they're all on Steam Deck. Everything's on Steam Deck if you try hard enough. That's right. So, Dan, put that on a T-shirt. Everything's on Steam Deck if you try hard enough. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be live streaming that. It's at five o'clock tomorrow. I'm actually home from work tomorrow, working from home, so I'm going to be ready to go, rip roaring, ready to go uh, right after work. I'm going to hop on. So, uh, you know, we'll do it. We'll do it live. See what they're going to announce. We'll do it live. But what's interesting is that the day after Resident Evil has a, a live stream, so the two big horror franchises right. of video games back to back. Right, which uh, we're going to be talking about after a quick word from your sponsor. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a, a cup of W here for the first time in many weeks, and I spilled it all over, and then I forgot the cup all the way up there, and I don't want to grab it because I don't want to get up. So, Josh, if you have a W cup, show it. If not, oh well. I don't have my shaker in here, no. All right, we're fucked. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, W was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, I, I including... Have a, I have a tub. There you go, tub of the dub, including the patented Neurofactor. Uh, there's no calories, there's no sugar, there's no artificial colors, there's no fillers, there's none of the bad stuff in that tub. It's just the good stuff, okay? I'm here to tell you that right now. Your current drink, <laughs> your current energy drink, may cost anywhere from 2 to $3 per can. Dubby costs $1 per drink. You take a little scooper, you scoop a little powder, you put it in your water, you shake it up, and you drink it, and it's only a dollar. So listen, if you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK, save on Dubby. 
It's true. Okay. I'm here to tell you right now it's true. If you use code SLICK, you will save 10% on every order you place at W.GG, whether that's their shaker cups, their formulated uh, neurofactor powder drink energy thing, um, anything, starter kits, merch, uh, whatever, their hats, whatever you buy there, you use code SLICK, you save 10% every single time you order. So again, save 10% today on your W.GG order by using code SLICK. Brett, real quick. Yeah. Can you read the last three messages from Christian on Twitter or uh, Twitch? Yeah. Out loud as they're part of the ad read. All right, hold on. Let me pull the ad read up. So we have our, our friend Christian's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. So um, he's he's suggesting a, a change the to the ad read. Fame. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's, let's do the whole ad read again. Uh, w was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropics. Uh, fuck, I was going to say jizz, but it's not in what you wrote. Um, including the patented Neurofactor. Uh, there's no calories, no sugar, no artificial colors, no fillers, no jitters, all jizzers. Uh, your current energy drink costs anywhere from 2 to $3 per can. W costs $1 per drink. If you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on W. That's right. Save 10% on your W.GG order by using code SLICK. W, it's not come. Uh, w is good. All right. There you go. Thank you. I think the it's not come thing comes from uh, Save Before Quitting podcast. They were talking about W, and they said the consistency is a little cummy. Um, I spilled some on my desk. I'm here to tell you right now, um, my book got absolutely waterlogged. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, big- you can't see a fucking schmeckle of that. And you see the little water damage right no. here? Okay. Well, it's all fucked up. Um, and my desk doesn't have jizz on it. It's just it just is what it is. You know, it's a little sticky, but that's that. All right, Josh. Main topic for today. We're talking about. Hello. How are you? I am under the water. Please help me. You're too much raining. <laughs> it's not what I thought it was going to play. Uh, Click the wrong one. Um, what was that? <laughs> I was under the water. Uh, please How help me. How is that even related? It's I clicked the wrong one. Um, well, we'll go with it. Brett. Resident Evil. To, Resident- uh, not tomorrow. The day after. Right. The day after the Silent Hill showcase. So, Brett, the next Resident Evil showcase will air on October 20th. Capcom has confirmed. Now, if you remember, Brett, the publisher last year... or last year the publisher stated last month that it had planned to show more of the resident evil 4 remake during an upcoming showcase which has now been dated which i just told you all is october 20th the show right. will begin at 6 p.m on october 20th eastern daylight time eastern time as well as Re- resident evil 4 remake it will also show resident evil village gold edition and quote unquote more according to a video promoting the stream so this was announced earlier this year, but the Resident Evil 4 remake will release on March 24th of 2023 for PS5, Xbox Series, XNS, PS4, and PC. The game will also support PSVR 2. According to Capcom, Resident Evil 4 will preserve the essence of the original game while, quote, introducing modernized gameplay, a reimagined storyline, and vividly detailed graphics, close quote. That is the big point I want to talk about. We'll get back to that in a second. At first... 
reported as first reported by VGC back in 2020, which we speculated on. I'm sure they have multiple videos about that. The Resident Evil 4 remake has been in development since 2018, initially led um, by M2, but later being taken over by the res mainline Resident Evil Studio Capcom Division 1. So, first of all, I'm ready. Give me more. We just, we also, of note, we just, not just, but this past year, two years, whatever, we did a full playthrough of Resident Evil 4, the original, which was my first time playing it. Go check it out. It's on on, on our YouTube. Yeah. But we dressed up a cosplay. I think it's pretty good. I think that game is also pretty good, by the way. What, Resi 4? Yeah, it's classic. It, it changed the way survival horror games were created for years. Right. Which leads me to my main point of wanting to talk about this. First of all, what can we expect from the showcase? There's going to be a well, new trailer. Yeah, you said it. New gameplay, right? For the Resident Evil 4 remake specifically. I hope they go into detail about some of the changes, which I have a feeling that they're going to. Um, I think that's all good. Resident Evil 8 Gold Edition, I'm assuming, you know, will have be the most updated version of it. We'll have DLC. I'm sure we'll get some sort of DLC announcement for Resident Evil Village, all that stuff. They did. Yeah, we're going to get the uh, the Rose Winters, the right. conclusion of the winter story. Right. So we might see, we will see something about that, likely. Anyway, Resident Evil 4 Remake specifically, they say they're going to introduce modernized gameplay, a reimagined storyline, and vividly detailed graphics. Graphics and the fidelity, cool. Sign me up. Yes, please. What do you want from these other two things, though, Brett? That's my main question to you. Yeah. What do you want about the gameplay changed or adjusted? And mm -hmm. what do you want about the storyline reimagined? Or rather, what do you think is okay to even touch in the storyline? I think it's smart to reimagine the story for Resident Evil 4. I think that when they developed the game back in the day, they were going off the original Resident Evil 1, 2, 3 storyline, obviously, um, very loosely connected to the other games. In, in more ways, you know, there's there's certain things that connect, there's certain things that don't necessarily connect. Um, but I, I think we all know that that whole franchise was an absolute mess story-wise. There was just shit happening everywhere. Um, seven kind of grounded it a little bit more after six, and then eight kind of continued that grounding of the universe, taking it in a different direction. I think what's going to happen here with Resident Evil 4 Remake is we are going to be continuing the story of Resident Evil 3 Remake, just like Resident Evil 2 Remake. I think we're we're seeing basically the reimagining of the whole Resident Evil franchise. I think that it's gonna the story's gonna relate more to those to those things. They're gonna call back to those two games. Um, I think that some of the unfortunately some of the cheese that is present in Resident Evil Four is going to be gone. What do you think about that? I hate it. You like the cheese. I love any everything that people say needs to be changed about Resident Evil 4. I love. Right. But the it's champion. That's the, what you like. The cheese, awesome. The camp, yeah. I'm in the tent. Yeah. All right. The You're abysmal the, tent. The, the yeah. The the abysmal jokes, I have them written down in a book. Mm -hmm. Okay. The cringy dialogue, I wrote it. Okay. Right. The abysmal controls, I want them. Okay. To me, when I think about my experience with that game. All of that is why it is so memorable. You're right. And when you remove right. that from it, no doubt it might be a better game. 
but then it seems a little disingenuous to me. And I'm not here telling you that this game is going to be bad at all. I have very high expectations for it. I'm sure I will play it and like it. But to me, them saying these things gives me the inkling of you removing the things that make the game so make me love the game so much in which case you know we're just really playing a different game and that's okay but i don't know that's that is my opinion yeah well it's you're you're going to be disappointed basically is what it comes down to it's you're not going to hate it you're not going to not play it you're just going to be disappointed it's not what it was right uh and i get that i totally do i think this is a great chance for them to uh continue on with the survival horror roots that they you know started with resident evil 4 um i think it's going to be a little bit more horror than action i think they're gonna they're gonna reverse it i think this game is going to have a little bit more spooks and a lot less um john wick i guess is is what i'm getting at here uh because we all know resident evil 4 was the beginning of the action Mm -hmm. and i think that it kind of took the whole franchise from there into a more action direction so yeah i think this is definitely going to head in a more horror direction take that with what you will i don't know how they're going to do that um I see a lot of day day segments in the game being turned to night segments mm-hmm. uh, to increase the you know the immersion and the scare factor there. And in terms of the reimagined controls, Josh, I know that the shitty controls I know that that's part of it for you, but man, those controls suck ass, dude. Oh, 100%. And I think they're just going to basically when they say reimagined controls, it's just going to be the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake yeah, controls. Yeah, it's just going to be the modern controls, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, no listen, no doubt. It's just there's an element to it fumbling over the actual controlling of the game that almost adds to the the element of like the scare element of it where it's yeah. like, you know, so. So things that I think we might see that we haven't mentioned so far. Uh, if you remember for Resident Evil 8, they actually released like a little tech demo that showed off yeah. some of the some of the world and the graphics. I think that it would be cool if they if they release something like that. I know they didn't do that for two and three, but mm-hmm. that is something that I would I would be pretty excited over if they released the short little demo. And um, I'm expecting that from Silent Hill, by the way, as well. I think we're going to get a shadow drop demo, mm-hmm. the Project Sakura demo. Uh, but then additionally, I think it would be cool if they maybe showed off some of the VR stuff, what we can expect from that. Yeah. And additionally, I think it'd be cool if there was co-op. Mm hmm. And I think it would be pretty cool if you could play with a friend and have Ada and Leon. Mm, I do like Or that. Ashley or, and yeah, Leon. Say, or the president. Make Ashley there. more of yeah. an actual fucking character rather than just a dummy that follows Wait. you around. Follow me. Or play as the fucking merchant, dude. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> but um, um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think as far as like if anything they're gonna definitely expand parts of the story like i could see them expanding stuff with ada's sections i could see them mm-hmm. doing like you said more tie-ins with previous games specifically two and like claire and some other stuff yep. um so i think there is there's there is definitely room you know to make the actual game better i just know in, you know, deep down in my heart, that I'm gonna be losing part of what makes it great, and that is one of the things that sticks out in my mind, dude, is that fight with the big stupid, what's his name, the big military guy, who's like launching oh, yeah. rockets at you. Um, Kruger, 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 whatever, him, the German guy. Yeah, dude, the dialogue in that fight is so fucking awesome. It's and he's just doing backflips. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking, it's garbage dialogue, but it's awesome, dude. Yeah, and um. Yeah, that game fucking slaps. 
So. Yeah, that's a fun game. Didn't we? Weren't you just like knifing him? Yes. Because that's like the cheese method to beat him or yeah, some shit. Him. Yeah. <laughs> that game's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I, you know, you know what I also hope? I hope it's a little bit like um, Final Fantasy VII Remake in that it follows the same path, but not, a, but they do things so that they don't spoil. Um, not spoil. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, if you remember Final Fantasy VII Remake, they they changed certain aspects of the story. Right. That way, it was still fresh for fans that have already played the original. It, it right. was almost like a new experience. Right. Um, that would be pretty cool if they did that too. Swap sure. stuff around, change the positioning of the bosses. Right. Um, maybe a boss fight comes before something else. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, it would be cool too because there's a couple, not a couple, maybe I guess one really repetitive boss in the game. If they mm-hmm. adjust that. I forget the exact enemies. You know what I'm talking about, though. Um, it'd be cool if they uh, they adjust that. I better see the dog. I oh, yeah, better the dog, see the yeah. dog in there. That would uh, be cool if he played a bigger part. Yeah, if he could, if he was like another companion. <laughs> you could control the dog. Yeah, it'll it'll be four player co op, dude. Leon, right. the dog, Ashley, and the merchant. Let's fucking go. No Ada. And what's his name too? What's that guy's name? Vincent. Uh, Vincent was it? The guy with the long hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 he's a character as well. Forgot about him. Um, he exists as well. Yeah, Kira Worshipper says in the chat here. I hope, I hope Doctor Salvador Bella, sisters and regenerators return for the remake. Ah, uh, yeah, I want, I want my little man to return, and I want him to look exactly the same. He's abysmal, dude. He's a cute little boy. He's abysmal. Looking like uh, what's his name, dude? Napoleon. Yeah, literally. Um, that being said, is there anything that you want to see removed specifically or anything returned specifically? Uh, I just want them to be... Listen, I don't want something in there just for the sake of nostalgia. They're remaking the game. Like The one thing that I want is... The only thing I need is I just want to replay that moment when you first get to the village and you see the big fire the bonfire in the middle and there's just people walking around. I just want that moment because that's such an iconic moment for me. It's right in the beginning of the game. Um, it was spooky as hell when I was a kid, because like, if they see you, they start coming at you. Um, I would try to like sneak around and stuff. So like that, that scene there is the only one that I truly like don't want touched because I, I want that, like I'm back feeling in like this reimagined way. But at the same time, I don't want to hinder them and like their creativity and what they have planned for this. I want it to be different. Uh, I'm expecting it to be different. I don't want it to be the exact same because then what's the point? I don't want just a graphical upgrade. Uh, But yeah, I mean, listen, the inventory management better be the same. It better not change at all. Uh, The merchant better be in the game. He better not be missing. That's the big thing. If the inventory system is touched. Yeah. This game is getting a zero from me. Well, they've even implemented that. They've even implemented that no, in like the newer games too. So like, I want be the I want the exact same inventory system. There is right. a game that I got on Steam for two dollars that is literally just playing the Resident Evil Four inventory system. That is how much I love that system. Yeah, it's good. It has to be there. It has yeah. to be there. It is a game within the game, and I love it. it has to be there. Um, I think this stuff with Ashley could get cleaned up a little bit. I think yeah. it was a little weird um, story-wise. Like the president, president's yeah. daughter. That's I don't know. Dude. I just Big stakes, dude. Yeah, but they need to establish that right in the beginning. No, nah, we don't. 
I think so. Nah, I don't need any of that. Throw me into it. I'm ready. Um, Kira says uh, that Dr. Salvador was inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hope the Saul is back. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Ma Massacre influence is obvious with the, the bag and the chainsaw. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Do you hope that they uh, will let you use your chainsaw controller back from the PS2? The PS2. I don't think so. No, to, I don't uh, think so. to operate the game. Uh, that's a good point. I actually hope that um, the chainsaw guy is back as the um, the chasing character Person. like remember what's his name mr x or whatever whatever the x fuck gonna give it to you yeah dude yeah x gonna give it to you in resident evil 2 i it'd be cool if like he was that in this game where he was just like roaming around the village and you mm. know that'd be cool yeah um and then kira says i saw evidence that the el gigante will return yeah i mean it has, has to. to be yeah has to and then last thing and then then we can wrap up um sniping has to return yeah, it must feel as good as it did in the original game. Yeah, and if it's not, big on we're gonna game. have a problem. That's the only yeah. way I beat that game. So, yep. Pop. That's a bit. That's it. That's about all I have to say about it. We'll see. You know, on uh, Thursday or Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday. Um, what it's looking like. Uh, I'm excited. March twenty fourth, next year. Um, looking yeah. forward to it. Make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed already, because we will be talking about uh, the the showcase on our channel. So you don't want to miss that. Yes. All right. That's all right. it. It's all ogre. That's a podcast. It's done. It is. I'm going to go eat food and um, exist. Yeah. You can tell by my shirt. I'm a big AEW fan, and AEW is on tonight instead of Wednesday night. Um, I'm going to watch it at eight o'clock. So looking forward to that. Josh is going to watch the Phillies, mm -hmm. which very nice. You're going with me on Sunday, by the way, if they play, it'll happen. I there's, don't want them to go. If <sighs> listen, here's the thing. If it does not go to a game five. Okay. Then that means either they swept the entire series, or they got which, which would be nuts or they got swept themselves, in which case that would be bad. Right. But but like that's what sucks is like I'm excited to go and I want to go and I want it to happen because I want to go to the game. Mm -hmm. But that would mean that they suck or they swept. And but yes, then also but, I don't want to go to game five because then if they lose and we're at game five, that's awful. it's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be an issue. Yeah, here's what I'm hoping. They split in San Diego. You know, they win one, they lose one in San Diego. They come home, they win two before Sunday and then when. When you know I'm there Sunday, they win. They win. All right. Well, as you know, when I watch, they win. So speaking it into existence. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Tell them, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. You know, do all that good stuff. Um, we really appreciate you watching. You know, we've been doing this for, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, eight years now, and uh, our following is just growing and growing, and we really appreciate it. We really appreciate everyone coming out and watching us live. If you're listening on podcast services, please drop a follow on there as well. Um, we uh, release every podcast as an audio podcast, so you can enjoy this in your in your car. So uh, follow us there so you can listen to it on your way to work. Josh, tomorrow we're going to be live. We're going to be streaming the... Um, 
Silent Hill, what was it called? Uh, broadcast or what is the word they used? I don't know. Showcase. Silent Hill Transmission. So we're going to be live streaming the Silent Hill Transmission tomorrow at 5 p.m. Be there or be square to see our reactions to all of the announcements. I'm looking forward to being let down by Konami yet again. They're going to announce a pachinko machine, uh, two pachinko machines, in fact, and uh, no games. So, yeah, thanks for watching. Subscribe. Love you. See you later.